Uh, better snap than that. There we go. Welcome to the Joe Kilgallen Podcast, everybody, a.k.a. Kilgallen's Pub. I'm your host, stand-up comedian Joe Kilgallen. For those of you checking out the podcast for the very first time, welcome. Welcome to the most inconsistent podcast on the goddamn internet, and I hope you enjoy it. It's where I, stand-up comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to rant for about 30 minutes about what's going on in my life, what's going on in the world, and just a bunch of other bullshit. This is like the random bullshit podcast, right? Sometimes serious, sometimes not. Basically, think about your loud friend at the bar that you're like, this guy's kind of cool, but also annoying, but he's buying, so I'm going to have to stick it out. That's me most of the time. I do like to start off every podcast with some gratitude. So shout out to all the Patreon subscribers. You guys are all amazing. Love you very much. Uh, you guys will be getting my comedy special very soon. I'm going to drop it on Patreon first. And then uh, there'll be the big announcement of where you can find it, everybody. I'm very excited about it. Very excited to be part of something that's really cool. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that, everyone. <clears throat> the voice is still going in and out. Those of you who've been following the podcast know I've been having a problem with it over the last, I don't know, I want to say since September, it's been two months of this nonsense. Every time I think I'm out of it, I'll start talking to someone and my voice is just like, hey, maybe shut the fuck up. And that's not a good place to be in. So I'll have to tighten it up for you guys going forward. Let me start drinking more tea. I was drinking tea for a little bit. It wasn't bad. I didn't mind it so much. I had myself a pretty solid. Um, I had, well, It was a crazy weekend, actually. Um, but uh, I, what I wanted to talk about, how I, I made my return to the pub. Back to the pub, AJ Hudson's in Chicago on Ashland Avenue to watch Manchester City versus Chelsea. I got to be back with my Man City peeps, uh, the you know official branch of Chicago's Manchester Manchester City official supporters club. I'm a part of it. I'm a card carrying member, and uh, we drew. We had a draw, four four, and it was a bummer. You know the defense really let me down a little bit at times. Uh, the offense was controlling the ball very well here or there. There were a couple sloppy plays. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I, I don't know if we just didn't play up for Chelsea as much as we should have. So that was kind of a bummer to see that Chelsea's 10th in the league. We're still top of the league, but, um, we're clinging right there. You know, Liverpool's right there. Arsenal's right there. Tottenham has fallen back to life. Um, but yeah, there's definitely, there's something on the defensive side of things that I think city just needs to get right. Um, but it's a beautiful game and it was a lot of fun to be in the pub 10 30 game. Had my first Guinness in my mouth at 1037. Great service at AJ Hudson's. Had some Guinness. Didn't think I was going to have a breakfast because I ate before I went there. I ate at uh, like 9 a.m. I remember I'm having a bowl of Captain Crunch, and then I had a cinnamon roll. So very healthy breakfast. Then at around 11, 1130, when you're around people who are ordering hot food, you're like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to order some sort of halftime. I ordered myself uh, like a British breakfast. It's not, you know, those of you might know an Irish breakfast. Or Scottish breakfast, very similar. Just a couple little differences, but you got the rashers, which is just bacon. Very, I like the kind of bacon. To me, it's it's delicious. Some call it ham. It's bacon, but uh, also the whoa! I just hit the microphone. Sorry, everyone. It's also uh, the black and white pudding. Their pudding is a meat, which makes me think of the whole. I got to talk to some of my UK friends about this shit. My friends from England specifically. In the Pink Floyd song, "Another Brick in the Wall," there's that line: "You can't have your pudding if you don't eat your meat." How could you have your, you know, if you, I don't know, you hear it. It's in the song, another brick in the wall, Pink Floyd, you know, but if pudding is also meat over there, what the fuck is that guy talking about? Something to think about guys, but it was good. It was good to let a Sunday afternoon to be back out there. My Chicago bears, they played Thursday night and um, I'm so disinterested in the bears that I can't even remember if they won or lost. Pretty sure they won, but it was like a horrible game. Um, so yeah. I don't know what's, it's just, it's bad football. Bad American football. 
So um, it's it's really hard. I look, I watch them every week. If you're an NFL fan, even when your team is horseshit, you watch them every week as much as you can. I was at a show, so I only got to see some of the game. Um, but yeah, they're not good. They're not a good team, but they play once a week. That's why some of the popularity behind the NFL to me is a little overrated. It's like you're on once a week. Okay. It's, it's hard. If football was on as much as hockey, basketball and baseball in particular, it, it wouldn't be nearly as popular, but the fact that it's once a week, they own a day of the week. They own Sundays, Sundays during fall and winter. If you're an American, you're watching NFL football. It's just an easy thing to do. It's simple people. I, and there are people out there who claim to be big fans. Next time you're at a bar, for an NFL Sunday, look around at how many people are actually watching the game or if they're just happy to be out, right? They react when everyone else reacts. You see a lot of that shit, a lot of phony fans out there who aren't really following, you know. Um, as a football fan, true football, yeah, even though I'm American, soccer is true football. They use their feet. Guys, we have to fucking admit this one. I don't know why us Americans can't just admit that we're wrong on this. Football should be called smash ball or tackle ball or something like that. Football sounds cool. It sounds tough, believe it or not, but it's not really what we're doing in American football. Anyway, I digress. But uh, when I watch, uh, you know, the English Premier League, I'll admit I don't know nearly as much as most of the people around me, but I'm glued to the television because I'm learning. You know, the, I'm watching this game with people who have decades and decades of experience watching it. You know, I've been a fan of Man City for over a decade, but as far as watching the games, I'm going on my fourth season, fourth or fifth season of like watching pretty much every week. Um, at least most weeks, you know, every now and then, you know, life gets in the way, but that's how, that's what my phantom's at. All right. Enough nonsense. Cause about it's not nonsense, but I, I usually don't rant about sports up top because I'll lose you nerds who don't like sports. Sorry for getting loud. Will Smith. Will Smith is on my internet again. I don't know what's going on with Will Smith. I don't know why he's around again. I know there's more shit with Jada. Could we just call them the worst couple ever? They suck. They suck. She sucks. He sucks. They suck together. They're probably raising sucky kids, which I don't like to put out there because kids are kids and they're all adults now. Probably. I don't know how old, uh, what was the young one's name? Jada. No, Jada's the wife's name. What was the Haley Smith? I don't even know what the hell the kid's name was, but they're, they were Jalen, Jalen, Jalen Smith. There we go. So the video I saw today, and it's been nothing but negative for Will a while. And you could say, Hey, he brought up, uh, brought it upon himself for slapping Chris Rock. And I agree. That was a douchebag move, especially for a woman who clearly does not love you. I mean, it is clear as day that I don't think she ever fucking loved this dude. I mean, every time she gets in front of a microphone, she's trashing the poor guy. More and more stories come out where she's like, I married him because he was fucking the next big thing. You know, I've been fucking everyone else ever since. And then this video I saw today, I wish I knew the podcast. If you just type in like Will Smith, best friend or Will Smith, former best friend, something like that, it'll pop up. Trust me on that. This dude's talking to someone um, on a podcast, looked like a real like one-on-one interview situation. And he's talking about Will. He's like his former, this is his former assistant and like one of his best friends, this guy. Former, that's the key word here. He's saying Will Smith's got a little dong. And then the the woman who's interviewing was like, are you trying to say he's got a little dick? He's like, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, Jada was used to a baby baby arm. And some woman commented, that's weird to refer to a, a big penis as a baby arm. And it kind of is when you think about it. I've, I've heard that term. That term's been around forever. It's not new, but it's a little strange. So let's just say, I will say he's swinging some pipe. I always like, that's a funny line to me. So she, he's saying Jada was used to, you know, some some big old dong, some, some pipe swinging. 
You know what I mean? And which is weird because like, how the fuck do you know that? I gotta I gotta listen to this whole episode because from that clip, it made me be like, how do you know what Jada is used to? Because I, I, you know, I always thought some lesbian vibes out of her, but I'm wrong apparently. And then he says, but if you're you know you're coming at her with a pinky toe, you're, there's nothing you can do to satisfy her. You could buy her all the Ferraris, all the diamond necklaces. And this is him talking about his former best friend. So he's saying Will Smith is a shrimp. He's got he's got a little ding dong, right? Baby carrot down there or something like that. Well, he's black, so it'd be a baby, whatever is. Hmm, where am I going with this? What's, I don't know, a piece of, a small piece of charcoal? I don't know. I just, a baby carrot doesn't, you can't apply that to a black man. Why would they have an orange penis, right? Why would anyone have an orange penis? White people don't have orange dicks. I digress. So. This is why YouTube does not promote this podcast anymore. It's this kind of talk. Come on, YouTube. Would you put it out there a little bit? I have over 10,000 subscribers. Every podcast episode gets 60 fucking views. It's bullshit. So it'd be one thing if it was getting a lot of views and people were like, the podcast sucks, but you're not even showing it to people. Like, let them click, dicks. So um, I'm just thinking this poor fucking bastard. Now I'm, I went from being like, fuck Will Smith, because I'm on team Chris Rock. Chris Rock's a stamp comedian. That's my guy, right? I'll always have stamp comedians backs. And well, for the most part, there's some out there who are pretty fucked. But Chris Rock, I have his back in that situation. You don't go up there and smack a dude over a joke in front of all these people on live TV, right? That's in poor taste. But now hearing all the stuff I've been hearing, and it's just like, I'm worried about Will Smith's mental health. I know he's a big positive thinker, Zen type guy, law of attraction, I believe. I know he's really into like that spirituality stuff and all that. But you got former best friends. You got your like wife that you stuck up for or tried to go out of your way to be a great husband for. It seems like, um, even though it's like read the room, bro. It's, she's not into you. Um, you. You've done all this, and you're still just getting disrespected at, at a massive scale. Like just the level of humiliation that's being thrown his way is sad. So I'm, I'm worried about that guy. I really am, and I'm telling people right now, there's no reason to pile on. You know, I think. That's what the internet's done. It's poisoned people into believing, oh, everyone's jumping on this. I need to jump on it too. Take a step back. If you see people just hating on someone, even if you agree, you don't have to fucking add to it. There's just no, and it's not good for you to keep pushing that negativity because it'll train your brain into just being more and more reactive to that kind of stuff. Oh, what'd this person do? Well, fuck them too. Fuck them too. And you're just running around talking shit, being negative, and you might not even notice the negativity, but it's there. Um, yeah, I'm more, I'm worried about him doing something that's going to make everyone go, well, damn, we didn't want that to happen. Shit over that woman. No, it wasn't over her. It was over all of it. You know, if he does, you know, unalive himself, that would be horrible, horrible thing. That's why I just wish people would just take a step back, put yourself in that person's shoes for a second. And I know you're oh, I would never let that happen to me. Well, whatever. Fine. You're better than Will Smith then. But just have some, I just think people need to have a little compassion towards the guy now. You know, obviously he did his, you know, all that other stuff I'm not sticking up for. But that's, it's been, what, two years now since the slap? Um, or no, it'll be two years in March, right? Because I remember, I remember being around March of uh, 2022. Anyway, so like, uh, it's, it's the, the now when I see Will Smith's name in any post on social media, I'm just going to scroll right by it. I don't need any more information about this guy. You know, it's just, it feels horrible. It just, and and then like there's the guy was saying that he's gay and he caught him having sex with this other guy. And and look, if he's gay, that's fine. No one really cares in this day and age, nor should they have ever cared. But clearly Will Smith has not outed himself. So he doesn't need this guy doing it. And also what the fuck did this guy, what did Will do to you, my man? Right? What did Will do? I just don't get like, 
mean, we all have friends that we are no longer friends with anymore, but to just go out of your way to stab them in the back like that. And not even, this guy's even stabbing him between the, in the back. This is on the internet. That's not backstabbing. That's shooting right between the eyes. Cause when it's on the internet, Will's going to see this eventually. I think that's what, and that's why like I, I'm protective of professional athletes when it comes to internet abuse. They always say stuff like, Oh, if you're a professional athlete, you got to realize you just can't be on the internet. It's, you know, there's haters out there. They got to ignore that. I'm like, yeah, but they grew up with it. This is so totally different. This is the first generation of athletes, the first generation of movie stars, the first generation of musicians and whoever who their whole lives have been internet. They don't know the world before it. So to tell these 22 year olds, 23 year old professional athletes, Hey, you got to ignore the internet for all that. That's very difficult for them to do. And I know they see this shit. Um, and it's just not, it's just not helpful. It's not helping anybody. I know it's supposed to be a comedy podcast, but I just don't find the humor in that anymore. You know, I made you laugh a little bit with the, the penis descriptions, correct? A little bit. I call it a baby carrot. Some chuckles there, perhaps, perhaps. All right. Enough. Will Smith. Seriously, everybody let them just back off the dude. My God. Oh, another shout out I wanted to give. I had a fun show. I got to open for Trey Crowder, the liberal redneck. Uh, who's a dude I'd heard about for a long time. I, I was, I caught his videos when he was first blowing up and, uh, funny, funny guy, smart too. I'm buddies with his, uh, good friend of his part of his team, part of his, they had a tour, the liberal redneck tour. They wrote a book together. Uh, Corey Ryan Forrester, who's also a phenomenal stand-up comedian. I met him in Chattanooga when I was featuring for Steve Byrne at the Chattanooga comedy catch, the comedy catch. That's what it's called. Real cool club. And, um, and Corey's just, he's a fucking dude. Love that guy. Great guy. Funny, smart. Those are the people that you gotta, I want to promote more of in stand-up comedy. I was talking about this with a couple of comedian friends of mine. And I'm like, I wish comedians would be a little bit better at, um, you know, promoting more and more people who need it. Meaning like the, there's so, every comedian will tell you off stage when you talk to them about comedians that should be bigger than they are and how, and underrated comedians. But I feel like they need to be putting that out there more, you know? Like it feels like they, once a comedian reaches a certain level, everyone else that they like boost is already at their level where it's like, no dude, reach below, get down on the floor, put your arm out and pull up some other people to get up there with you. A rising tide lifts all boats. We're not in competition with each other. There's an abundance out there. Cause I feel like in music, I'm always hearing stories about bands helping other bands where it's like, oh, they're a great band. You know, we just caught them once at this tiny little club and we told our record company, you got to sign them. Like Sonic Youth famously told David Geffen Records, this band Nirvana out of Seattle, holy shit, you got to hear them. You got to sign them. And they did. Like, I just, I, and there's, there's, don't get me wrong, there's stories like that in comedy, but I just don't feel like we match the level in which I hear in music. So yeah, and by the way, I just I just plugged Trey Crowder, who's already way bigger than me. So let me plug someone else that you guys should know about. There's a comedian named Brandon Kiefer. Look him up, Brandon Kiefer. He dropped an album called Possum, a comedy special called Possum. It's on YouTube. Brandon Kiefer's awesome. He was on Kill Tony a few, like a couple months back, did great there. Got to open for Tony Hinchcliffe at the Chicago Theater because of his set there. He's just fucking hilarious. And he's cool as fuck. And he's a dude. He's just just a good dude. Like just, all, all, I could tell all he really cares about is going on stage and being funny. He doesn't get caught up in any kind of comedy drama, any kind of like, Oh, this person's there and I'm here. Why should not, you know, he doesn't. And yeah, he's just seems like he just wants to have a few beers and make people laugh and that's it. And those are the, those are my favorite comedians. A lot of them really are from a fucking philosophical standpoint. Cause I look at them. I'm like, I gotta be more like you. 
I got, I got, I got to have more of that. Like, just who gives a shit? Let's just be funny and fuck the rest of it. Um, all right. So, I also, um, my mom was in town over the weekend. It was lovely to see her. Uh, we took the kids. I thought my mom did a cool thing. It was a cool grandma move. She gave my kids um, money for Christmas shopping. And you know, my mom doesn't. We don't live in the same city, so we see each other like a handful of times a year. And um, she thought it'd be cool to like just take them a little early Christmas, get the Christmas season going because my boys are big on Christmas. I'm big on Christmas. I love Christmas. Um, Thanksgiving, I love too. I feel like Thanksgiving is getting overshadowed, but I, I'm starting to view Thanksgiving as part of the Christmas season where Thanksgiving is like the launching point to it. And you know, almost like the week of Thanksgiving leading into it. It's almost like the eve of the Christmas season. It's not Christmas Eve. It's the eve of Christmas season. Like that's when it's full force. Like I don't mind already starting. I like, I want my house fully Christmas Christmas out on Thanksgiving day. You know, it used to be, I remember being like, all right, Thanksgiving weekend, the weekend after that's when we get it ready. Now I want it Christmas up for Thanksgiving. Because Christmas to me, again, it, and, and not everyone feels this way. You, you you might have your reasons to hate Christmas. I'm not trying to win you over, okay? And I think it has something to do with how miserable a city Chicago is in the months of January and February that I just want the joy of Christmas. And if I could stretch out that season as much as I can, I do. And I will. I absolutely will. But Thanksgiving's great, too, because Thanksgiving's simple. We need something simple in between Halloween and Christmas. Halloween seems simple enough, but you, you know, people get anxiety over what costume again, you put a lot into it and blah, blah, blah. And then you, well, are we going to go to a party? What are we going to do? And you know, are we going to be home for candy and all that kind of shit? Right. So Thanksgiving is just a big meal, watch some football, eat, wear a sweater. And, and that's it. It seems pretty simple. I have great Thanksgivings every year. So I'm, I'm very blessed with both Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving, but we went to a target do a little shopping and this is how nice my wife is. She's like, okay, these, you know, our son's in first grade. So he doesn't know tax yet. Cause he's like, Oh, I have this much money. I can buy this toy, this toy, and this toy and have some left over. And we're kind of looking at each other. Like he's too young to break his heart over tax. <laughs> we'll get there next year. Next year. I'll be like, well, it says this is the price, but when you get up there, they're going to charge you more. And then you have to explain to the kid. Cause I guarantee he's gonna be like, why? I'm like, well, cause it's, there's a tax. It's called a sales tax. And everything you buy, there's a sales tax. It's usually like eight to ten percent of what the cost is. So if you buy something for a hundred dollars, the tax will be between eight to ten dollars more. So it'd be about a hundred and ten dollars. And I guarantee, like most of us, we'd say, why don't they just make that the fucking price then? That's such an annoying thing that we do. Is that exclusively American, or was it like that? I mean, I was in Scotland a month ago, and I don't remember, but I just don't get that. When you go to a store, it should say the price with tax included. Tell me what that costs. I, I, I don't I don't like that because then it does kind of mess with your head a little bit. Ooh, nine ninety nine. It's not nine ninety nine. It's not. It's such a fucking stupid like. Let me trick you into buying shit, dumb thing. And it's just like it's like that with our other taxes. The government knows how much you owe them, but you still have to do your taxes. You often have to hire someone to do them for you because if they're fucked up and wrong, you can get into serious trouble. Why isn't it just this? Every year, the government sends you in the mail what you owe or what you get back. You know, do it that way. Now, I know that there's write-offs and things like that. So if you have special stuff for that, sure, you have to do that. But they fucking know. So if they bill you, you get something in the mail saying $1,000 just for simple math. You could then counteract that being like, well, I have a write-off for this, this, and this. And then they go, cool. 
here's 350 back or whatever it might help you or hurt you. I don't, it's just, we have so much, so many needless industries. The accountants would still exist without taxes before you jumped on my bone hole and think, Oh, my, my nephew's an accountant. Leave it, leave this industry alone. My cousin who I'm great friends with was best co-best man at my wedding. He's a CPA. Okay. There'll still be other forms of taxes. But as far as individual income taxes, I'm sure a lot of accountants would tell you too. Yeah. It's, it's kind of dumb. Cause I know in other countries, I've heard this, I've heard Europeans on TikTok say, we just get a bill or we just get, you know, that's just how it goes. Why they know what you owe. Why are they making you do this fucking song and dance every year? It's a load of hot shit, my friends. A load of hot shit. All right. So uh, this is where Target and these other places don't realize what they're doing, by the way. I think this Christmas season, it's there's going to be a reckoning. There is going to be a reckoning in the sense that the self-checkout has gotten out of control. All right. Now, I'm probably beating a dead horse with this. And a lot of you have been like, yeah, 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 whatever. But I was at Target over the weekend. It was long lines because Christmas season is getting going. I think people are starting to shop earlier this year. I've noticed, I thought the mall was more packed this weekend than I'd seen in a while. And it was too long and nothing but self-checkouts open. And one or two employees kind of guiding the self-checkout. And it's fucking, and look, the self-checkout when it first started, it was kind of like a thing where it's like, it was three cashiers, one self-checkout, right? And it was usually for someone who's like, I'm just buying a pack of gum. I'm going to ring it up. I'll ring it up myself. Felt fine. Now it's mostly nothing but self-checkouts. There's two targets within my like area. Both of them are increasingly, I haven't seen the one, I haven't seen an actual cashier ever at this one. And they've been training us to become fucking cashiers. And it's kind of bullshit. And it's gotten me to the point where I don't, I want to fucking go into the store before I have to work, before I have to clock in to take care of my own shit. I'm going to mess up your store. That's right. I'm going to walk through aisles and fuck up your shirts and, and rearrange the order, unfold things. Right. So I'm going to do I'm because fuck you. I, I don't like the idea that like I have to make corporations richer now because you're making my my. And by the way, fuck, I'm going to go to Amazon. I'm going to start ordering stuff off of Amazon. That's why that's why I meant by this Christmas season is going to be a reckoning. Because there are people who still like to shop. They're like, you know, it's a nice little thing to do on a Saturday afternoon. We'll go to a movie. We're going to catch a matinee. We'll hit the mall afterwards. We'll go to a couple stores over here. Hey, maybe we'll get some lunch. We'll do right. It's a fucking thing to do. We'll see some of the Christmas lights over here. Oh, we got our little nephew's Christmas pageant. We'll go to the Christmas pageant. Then afterwards, I'll be able to stop at that store not too far from there. That's, you know, that's nice. That's going to go away if people are waiting in long fucking lines to do the work themselves. Okay? I mean it. And, and guaranteed, this you're going to hear about sales down come January. Oh, fourth quarter reports were that the economy retail really took a hit. Oh, fuck you, Biden. It's the Biden economy. Fuck Biden. No, it's because these assholes are making us do more work. We get it. You don't want to pay people anymore. We understand that. You're fucking against that. But I'm against it myself. I'm not. I went up with a lot of fucking items. Okay. I had to fucking bag and, and swipe and do all that shit. I should be cheaper. Someone made a good point. They go, if automation is saving these corporations money, why aren't they lowering the price of their goods? Right? Oh, a rise in minimum wage is going to fucking lift up the price of goods. Oh, we can't pay people $15 an hour because then our, our, we'll have to charge more for our goods. All right, well, you're eliminating those jobs and you're having a machine do it. So I imagine by eliminating the human being, the machine saves you money. So shouldn't you lower your fucking cost of your products there? 
I mean, that's what they're doing. They're fucking over. They, they, they're so short-sighted. That's why people hate corporate America because they'll do whatever the fuck it takes to save a goddamn buck in the moment in front of them, not realizing they're hurting long-term things. And I'm not going to go to these places anymore. I just renewed my Costco membership. And even though Costco is great savings in some areas and kind of dog shit savings, if we're being honest, in other, I'd rather go there because they have nothing but fucking human beings. And then I can get myself a goddamn foot-long hot dog with a pop, Free refills for a dollar goddamn 50. Okay. Costco is still doing well. They still get it. But all these other places, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I want to, while you're bringing up my food, I want to bullshit on my phone. Okay. And hold up the person behind me because I'm not paying attention. That's what I want to do. I don't want to be like, oh, fuck. I got to swipe here, swipe here. How many bags do I want? I got to hit this. Do I, it says gift card. I'm not I'm using a regular card. Where's the regular card button? Did I hit that same button? Same, you know what I mean? It's, and then it tells me I didn't put it in right or I swiped it wrong. And then I know I'm like, well, this is bullshit because where I got this from, it said it costs this much. But when I swiped, it cost that much. Well, could I find a manager? You know what I did one time, guys? And I'm going to keep doing this. That's one of my favorite moves I've ever done. I was at the self-checkout and I was having myself a goddamn day. I was having a rough day and I, I was pissed that I had to use the self-checkout, but nothing else was open. They had, they had no human beings. It was all self-checkouts. And I went up there and I was like, I said to the one person who like monitors the self-checkouts, I go, Hey, could you come ring this up? And he was like, Oh, do you need, I could assist you. And I'm like, I, I need you to do it. And he was like, I, I'm, I'm just kind of watching over everything. It's I'm not you. It's self-checkout. So you got, it. I'm like, buddy, I can't read. I don't know how to read. Okay. So I really need you to do this for me. All right. Can you just do all the swiping and put it in my, in the bag for me? Cause that's, you know, it's, you're making me embarrassed that people probably overheard that I can't read. And, and this is, is going to cause emotional damage to me. Right. So if you could just please do this, please. Guy did it, did it all said he was sorry. And then I think he caught me reading though later. So, you know, if you're in a line, say you can't read, people can't catch you reading in action. You gotta be careful about that. Keep your lies straight. You know what I mean? But it, it's, I remember telling people that and they're like, no, you didn't do that. I'm like, no, I did. I, I was I had enough. I had a fucking enough of this. I, I, I always, st- I, for a while I was stealing. I was, I, I've stolen, stolen from several targets. Yeah. I'm putting that out there. Target small things, usually a, a tin of mints, but that, because you know why that's my compensation. That's my compensation for being a cashier. You're not going to give me actual money. You're going to give me some fucking product. And that's just how I feel about that. All right, everybody. Um, big news. I'm going to be headlining the jukebox comedy club in Peoria, uh, December 30th and December 31st. So I got your new year's plans there. If you are in the central Illinois area, if you're in Peoria, especially, you got to come out to the jukebox comedy club. I always have a great time when I'm down there. So, uh, yeah, hit that up. Um, I will be also featuring for my buddy, Steve Byrne, December 1st through 3rd at the Milwaukee improv. So Milwaukee, Wisconsin friends, please make your way on out to those shows. Uh, Milwaukee improv is in Brookfield, Wisconsin. And, uh, this weekend I'll be at the Hobart arts theater in Hobart, Indiana, Saturday night, November, is it 18th, November 18th. And then I got some other stuff to, to bring up too. Um, you know, you guys follow me on social media. I'll, I'll, you know, tweet it all out and all that kind of shit. Other than that, thank you for listening to the Joe Kilgallen podcast. Don't forget to check out the Patreon bonus episode. I released one about four or five days ago. There's be another one coming in the next couple of days. You're pretty weekly on the bonus episodes. All right. Thanks for all the support. You guys are the best. Cheers.